Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions. It's where I buy my own ammo, great prices, you buy directly online, and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please click the link at the bottom of our site, straighthustling.com. Takes you directly to Freedom Munitions and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show. Hey, this is Rudy Sarso, bass player for Gunzo, and you're listening to Straight Hustling. We got a cool show today. We have Rudy Sarzo from Quiet Riot, Ozzy Dio. The list Frickin goes on. Heavy metal guy. Yep. Bass player. Our presence. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I know. Mike's gonna blow a top over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm already banging my fucking head right now. <laughs> I'm just hearing the music in my head. I know, man. So amazing, yeah. amazing songs, oh, man. Well, the, yeah. the good thing, money, when it's in your head, it's not interfering with anything else. It's just there by itself. So it's a good place for it to be. <laughs> that went over my head that I was banging at the moment. So man, it'll be cool to talk to him, man. He's played with uh, you know, he's a legend himself. He's played with legends, Ozzy and Randy Rhodes and and uh man, like I said, the list goes on. I was playing with uh, Tracy Guns and Guns still kicking ass. So they got a show coming up in Memphis here. We'll go check that out. Get some pictures with them for straight hustling. Yeah, yeah. See if uh, Tracy's still wanting to put that uh, Dicks and Guns, or was it Guns and Dicks group together? <laughs> that was Guns and Dick. He always comes first. Hell yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, All right. So, shit, let's get Rudy on here. See what's up with him. Hell yeah. Straight hustling, baby. Hello. Hi, Dick. How are you doing? Good. How you doing, Rudy? Good to hear from uh, you, man. I'm doing terrific. How's, uh, where are you in? I'm in Tennessee. I got a couple buddies with me here. I got uh, Mike and also Stu. Hey, Rudy. How's it going, Rudy? Hey, Mike and Stu. What's going on? Thank you for coming on, man. We're big fans of yours. My pleasure. Been excited to talk to you. My pleasure, man. So how things things going with you now? You in California? Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles getting ready to uh, start the tour next week throughout the country. As a matter of fact, we're going to be in Memphis coming up in, uh, in July. And with a band called Gunzo, that's a band that I'm playing with, uh, with Tracy Gunn. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and along with the Bullet Boys and a band called The Bees. All right, cool. Yeah, we talked to Tracy, and he said that, uh, he said the band's really the Tracy Gunn's band, but Rudy might say Gunzo, but just ignore that. No. I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I know you're. I know you're kidding because it was actually his idea to call it Gunzo. So. Yeah, I'm just messing with you, man. Yeah, we had Tracy on here a few weeks ago, man. Very cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah super cool guy. 
So, awesome. Great, great musician, too. Man, I don't even know where we start with you, man. We're huge fans, and you've, like, played with everybody that we're so excited that we grew up listening to. Oh, man. Oh, thank you. Randy Rhodes, and so, and Quiet Riot, Ozzy, Dio, I mean. Yeah. Uh, man, you're a legend, you're a god of uh, heavy metal, and I'm, I feel honored uh, to even talk to you. Oh, I, it's, thank you, guys. But you know what, I, 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 I just consider myself a musician, you know, I mean, whatever opinion people have of me, even though I really appreciate all the, all the wonderful things, you know, that people might think about me, you know, deep down inside, I'm just the, the same guy who fell in love with playing the bass guitar and still, I'm, I'm still having a blast and learning and getting better at it and, you know, taking my music in different directions and just growing as a human being as I grow along with, with, with my music. You know, which to yeah. me, it's what life is all about. Yeah, you know, and music as well as comedy and other forms of entertainment, they're all like a, a release for everybody that, you know, are working or like when I was, you know, growing up, going to school, and I'm sure the guys with me here too, is something that, you know, we look forward to to kind of, uh, you know, listen and enjoy and be a part of and kind of... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, music could be entertainment, but also, you know, like different forms of art uh music is it's, it's the, the uniqueness about music is that it can actually become the soundtrack of people's lives i know it has for me you know if i hear a certain song it can take me back to a certain place in time uh music also you know i can hear a song a thousand times in my life whereas if i hear a joke a thousand times i you know by the by the third time i i'm sick of it yeah, <laughs> you know right so, or, or, or watch a movie. You can't really watch a movie a thousand times, you know. Yeah. Because it's always going to have the same outcome, the same ending. Whereas music is more about putting you in a state of mind and a place. You know, maybe it has a lot to do with the fact that at a molecular level, we all vibrate. You know, we are all, all, all matter, you know, or organisms. We're all made out of sound, vibrations, you know, that's what makes things solid, you know. So if we find certain copacetic vibrations within music, we all can relate to it. And it becomes actually part of our life and part of our DNA. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, it's so, you know, so it's, 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 I I think music at a, not only as, music can be entertaining entertainment you know but then also can go deeper than that yeah oh yeah and i'm sure you've been asked a lot of these questions a thousand times but you know like i say we're we're just huge fans and and like just blows my mind some of the stuff like what is what was it like hanging out with randy Rhodes and oh i got the best answer for you i wrote a book about it yeah 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 it's called off the rails because you know i i can give you the generic answer i can say oh it was awesome it was great yeah more than that but then i i you know we don't we don't have 300 pages worth of time to talk about it which is what i did on the book so my best if anybody's interested out there i don't care if you borrow the book or whatever you go to the library just read it you know i mean it's available on amazon you know it's off the rails but just just read it or buy one copy and pass it around with your friends yeah so you can share you know all the uh my experience with Randy, not only in Ozzy, but also in Quiet Riot, you know. Oh yeah. Right. So, uh, so yeah, you know, it, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, in the in a nutshell, he was an incredible. Uh, I I owe my career to him. Uh, a musician that kept growing till the day he died musically, uh, dedicated to his craft, to his passion, to his love, which is music, and uh, truly an inspiration in my life. Oh yeah, yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah. But. Yeah. But if you want to know more, just read the book. Yeah, yeah. I think I will now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. We got a lot of uh, old uh, piehead rock fans here, so <laughs> you might have to get the audio book for us. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we can all read it. Oh, I can still read. We got all of these. Yeah. I'm going to be coming out with a coloring book. <laughs> make it a little bit easier for everybody. Okay. That might The Paint by Numbers version. I mean, that's, you know, like bang your head. Oh yeah. yeah, mental health. I, I, I that mm. I don't still listen to that. Man. Yeah, I awesome. mean, I can hear that song right now, and I want to yeah. smash shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I want to, and it doesn't matter what mood I'm in. It yeah. changes me, like you said, on a molecular level completely. You know, I can be yeah. pissed off or I can be uh, happy, but I feel the same as soon as that song comes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And every time Mike's around, we're usually just pissed off. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know the uh, the the story behind that song is. Originally, it was a song that was written. Uh, the, uh, the 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 bones, the bones of the song, the chord changes of the song, was dates back to a time. Uh, Carlos Cavazo and Tony, his brother, who later played with my brother in Hurricane, Tony Cavazo. Yeah. Uh, they had a song called "No More Booze" in a band called Snow. You know, and we used to play locally, you know, Quiet Riot with Randy and, and Snow, right? So Carlos gets together with Kevin and Frankie, and I believe that Chuck was still part of the band or, you know, but anyways, Chuck, I, I was still playing with Ozzy. So Chuck Wright, I mean, if you guys own a copy of Metal Health, either on CD form or LP, preferably LP, there's a credit in the back of the record from the first record that was pressed that says uh, additional musicians playing on the record. Chuck Wright played on Metal Health and Don't Want to Let You Go. I play on the rest of the record. I was still a member of Ozzy when I went in to record uh, Thunderbird mm-hmm. as a tribute to Randy because most of the material on, on Metal Health was actually material that came from a band called Dubrow that Kevin put together after Quiet Riot. But one song remained from the Randy Rhodes Quiet Riot days, which was Slick Black Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So I went in to record Thunderbird as, you know, during a break from touring with Ozzy. And then the producer, I mean, there still was not a record deal yet on the table. This was done as a production deal, you know. And so the producer asked me and, and the guys, hey, do you remember any of the other songs, you know, that I used to play in Dubrow with Kevin? And they brought up Slick Black Cadillac, which, of course, I did that with Randy also. And we we tracked it. And then a few other songs like uh, Love's a Bitch and, you know, stuff like that. That were Dubrow songs. So by the time I finished the session, I had recorded half of the record. I mean, not really thinking that I was going to join the band, you know, but but that I had, you know, but but I I played on those songs, you know, and so, you know, I 
I really love the experience, you know, playing with my friends again, you know, Frankie Benali, who I've known since 1972, like uh, 10 years prior to that, I have been playing with him, you know, for 10 years on and off in different bands, dating back to us being together in Florida in, in bands. And Kevin, who I don't not only play with in, with him in Quiet Riot and also in Dupro, but I lived with him up until the moment that I left L.A. to join Ozzy and go on the road. So, and, and Carlos I knew from playing the circuit with his band Snow on the same bill as Quiet Riot. So, you know, emotionally, it was it was a good place for me to go because it had become incredibly difficult, painful to actually go on stage with Ozzy without Randy. And it had really affected my performance, my life in general. And so I made the decision, the crazy decision of leaving one of the greatest, biggest (laughs) bands in the world, Ozzy Osbourne, for the total unknown, which was Quiet Riot. Yeah. You know, so so that's the story behind Metal Health, the song. It was actually recorded by Chuck. And he actually, before, before even the band was signed, but he's given credit from the very first record that was pressed on the on the on the album credits mm-hmm. on on the back of the record, and he also recorded the one to let you go. I'm on the rest of the record. All right, cool, man. So that's that. That was some uh, awesome years touring right through there too with the choir. Right, I remember when y'all came to Nashville, and that was a great show. I still remember that. And you guys said Nashville was your favorite place to come. I don't know if that was true. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what they tell every city. <laughs> yeah, I love I, I, I love Nashville. Um, I got many friends that, that have relocated from L.A. You know, many of the 80s musicians now live there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and even before that, I mean, I'm, I'm good friends with, with the, uh, you know, with the Goldens, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Rusty and Chris and, and William and so on. And so it's, 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 it's always been like a second home. Well, actually a third home. Yeah. Because LA is my first, second is Miami where I grew up, and then Nashville. You know, I re- I love it. I love it there, and I think it's got an incre- the most the most healthy music scene uh, in this northern hemisphere right now. Yeah, it's a it's a great city, and I uh, see you're coming yeah. to Memphis here in a couple weeks in August. We're gonna come out there and check you. No, no, in July. I July. Mean- in July, yeah, that's what I meant. July, yeah. because if they show up Getting in August, it'll be too late. Be gone. <laughs> yeah, it was like July seventeenth or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I have to go back and look. But yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. Sure. Just, just wait in line for about, you know, bring, bring a a, a sleeping bag and wait for us, and we'll show up eventually. <laughs> you playing? How about playing with Dio? You play with like uh, so many front men, like Ozzy and Kevin and and Ronnie. How is that? Uh, are they, they all kind of have the same kind of personalities, the frontmen singers, or is everybody a little different? Well, everybody's very different, well, of course. You know, yeah. So you got three different personalities. I mean, as a matter of fact, every singer that I work with is very different. You know, they all um, they all stubborn and hard right, to deal with. No, see, if that was the case, then they would all be the same. <laughs> and that's what I said. They're all very different. You know? Okay. Yeah. So in order for them to be different. They cannot all be stubborn, you know. <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, you know, Ronnie is a, let's see, I, I, I learned so much from him, you know. Uh, he loved his fans. He's had a, he had a clear vision of where he wanted to go musically, but I was always open to suggestions from everybody around him. And uh, he started out as a trumpet player. Then oh, he, wow. 
moved on to the bass in his own band, and then he just became the front man, you know, without 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 any musical instruments. But he, nevertheless, he was he was the most musical of all the singers I've, I've ever worked with, uh, okay. with maybe the ex, uh, yeah. Yeah, because even Jeff Tate, when I work with him, you know, Jeff mm-hmm. plays uh, saxophone, so he's very musical too, you know. And uh, but not all the guys. And Ozzy played the harmonica. Oh and wow! And he played it so well. He just blew me away when I actually got it, got to hear him play harmonica. So yeah, I mean, you know, Kevin played the guitar and so on. So everybody, you know, just because you see him on stage, not holding an instrument. Does not mean that they don't they they don't have any musical knowledge. Uh, they, they do. Plus, the voice oh, that's yeah. God's musical instrument, right, musical yeah. gift to everybody. So of course, yeah, they're all they're all very musical. But then there's certain degrees, you know, where uh, where Ronnie actually studied classical trumpet. So he had a really good musical background, not only in rock and roll, but in composition and and uh, music theory and so on. So, you know, he when he created music, it was not just focused on the vocals. It was it was foc- focused on as a composition, including all the instruments. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, incredible. And his lyrics were I mean, I have never worked with 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 the lyricist uh, of the of the scope of Ronnie. Uh, the closest thing would have been Jeff Tate. Jeff mm-hmm. Tate, magnificent lyricist too. I mean, his Operation Mindcrime. Yeah, you know, if you listen to the lyrics, such it's it's really a masterpiece, you know, of a uh, of a rock opera yeah, type, yeah, you know, piece. They, they you know, yeah, yeah. So you know, working work working with Ronnie was was one of the most significant uh, points in my career. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I still listen to that stuff. Oh, Dio, man, awesome. Did he, did he write a lot of his music, or you know, some people write one or two songs, and the rest of it is, you know songs from other people but i didn't and some people just pretty much write everything yeah i mean if you listen to his uh catalog there's a there's a continuity right. to it and that's because he was responsible for at least the lyrical content and by the time it got to be dio he wrote a lot of those songs by himself i saw too that you played with uh john five yeah i played with him <laughs> we, uh, we we had a band when he was 19 years old so I'm pretty sure that in the last 25 years, 23 years, he's grown yeah. be- beyond anything that I experienced with him. So yes, of course, of course he was, he was a, a very well versed musically when he was 19. I seen a I seen a special that he was on like a like the Headbangers Ball or something where he was playing some guitar riffs on there and man, I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's very versatile. He can play, you know, he's been in Katie Lang's band. Yeah. So he can play that style. He's uh, He was really good friends with Les Paul, you know. Not the guitar, but the actual person, you yeah. know, Les Paul. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, he played with Rob Halford. He had a band called Two, just him and Rob. He had a band, uh, he was, he, he wrote music and contrib- uh, collaborated with David Lee Roth when David was doing his solo thing. Uh, who was he work with? Uh, Jane Whelan from the Gogos. Oh, yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, Marilyn Manson. So you oh, go yeah. from Katie Lang to Marilyn Manson <laughs> and Rob Zombie. That, that's pretty versatile right there. You know? <laughs> I hate all of it. Yeah. 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 He can play anything he wants. 
Uh, that'd have been cool to see a Katie Lang Rob Zombie tour. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I see you play with your brother once. Or you've ever you think there'll be more plans for that down the road? Yeah. I mean, you never know what that, what the future holds. But right now he's concentrating on his projects. I'm concentrating on Gonzo, and and uh, we're just having a great time doing our own thing. But 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 it, it was wonderful to get to play with him in yeah. uh, Jeff Tate's version of Queensryche. Yeah, he's an incredible guitar player. I I I, I highly recommended him for the gig. I thought he would be the best the best person that they were looking for for that you know for that contribution because it, he nailed it. He played it just like the record every single night. Yeah. You know, and not and I really don't know a whole lot of guys that would have dedicated themselves to accomplishing that. So you gotta. Big musical family? It's, uh, no, they, no, no, not really. I mean, I, I got some uncles and aunts and stuff like that I mean, that were, you know, play play music way back, but not really. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You, not, you know, yeah, not, not really in the typical sense of like, let's say, a Nashville family where, let's say, when, when I stayed at the Goldens, you know, I, I was, I, I, I was so thrilled that after dinner, instead of watching TV, everybody went down to the music room and we jammed. Oh, wow. You know, friends and neighbors came down and we jammed for like hours, you know. And in the morning, I got up and, you know, the, you know, Rusty and Chris were playing in, in the porch, <laughs> you know, Dang. jamming. You know, that to me, it's, it's such a wonderful experience, yeah, you know. So, yeah, yeah that, that doesn't happen everywhere, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah, like, 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 if I go in my, in my, you know, in my front yard, I play in my neighborhood, I'll probably get the cops. <laughs> Especially if you got Tracy over there with you, yeah, y'all try rattling to, all the. You turn it up on yeah. ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, let me ask you real quick on Tracy. So is he uh, just uh, genuinely that nice of a guy? That much charisma, or is that? Yeah, he is. I mean, he's it's, that's. Was, you know what you see is what you get with Tracy. You know he's a just a, f- a free soul. You know very. Yeah. You know, and and one of the great things about working with him is is the fact that, you know, I I I really, with the exception of the people that I played with back in the seventies, you know, growing up with like Kevin and Frankie and and Randy, you know, if if I follow, you know, as I followed, let's say went on to different bands, very few people that I could talk to. Uh, with the exception of maybe of, of Ronnie, uh, that were actually date back to the seventies and eight, early eighties on the Sunset Strip. And I have that in common with Tracy, you know, because Tracy used to come and watch Quiet Riot play, play the clubs with Randy, yeah. you know, right. and, uh, uh, or at least with uh, the second version, because we did some club dates before we actually went on a national tour, you know, the uh, the Metal Hill version. So so he was a big fan of Randy and of, of, of things that we're doing with Quiet Riot. But also he was he was a major part of the L.A. music scene, oh, yeah. you know, probably the second generation, you know, L.A. Guns, Guns and Roses. Yeah. But. But those guys, LA Guns, Guns N' Roses, you know, they were nurtured with, with the bands that, that were part of our scene. You know, the quiet, no, because not only did we have Quiet Riot, you know, at that same scene, you had Dokken, you had, uh, early version of Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually a band called London that later turned out, turned out to be Motley Crue. You had, 
uh, Greg White and, you know, uh, uh, Rat so yeah, on yeah, you know? yeah, right. so so yeah so these guys you know they used to come and watch you know because that's what's what uh, that was, that's the music that was happening at the time and then they created their their own vision of where rock and roll should be in the future and that turned out to be la guns and guns and roses which uh which tracy you know tracy is the guns in guns yeah, and roses yeah, you yeah. Know? I, I so he never played with quiet right huh because he, he seemed like he moved in on all these other bands for a day or two and then left Tracy, uh, you know, the, he, he spoke at one point later on, you know, like in, what, in, in 2000 or whatever it was, uh, with Frankie and Kevin about playing in Quiet Riot, you know, with Quiet Riot, but, but, but it never came, came to fruition. All right. I figured, he said he was a band collector, so I figured he at least tried. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you about your, uh, you're, uh, I see you posting a lot of things all the time on animals, and and can you kind of talk about that? Let your the message you're yeah. out there. Yeah, Dave. This is there's actually it's more about action than talking. I mean, it's you know I get through. I started doing it because I, I get through my timeline on Facebook. I started getting a lot of uh, shelter <laughs> posts, so I just started reposting them, and because I felt it's the right thing to do. I mean, you know, my I I have a doctor, you know, my my little dog. Tori, Tuka, and you know, I, I, I'm all about that unconditional love that 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 pets give you. You know, sometimes they bring you to your senses when when everything around you is going nuts. You know, you you look at them, you go, okay, <laughs> it's going to be right. You know, yeah. And so you know, just it's just something humane, which is sharing posts. And then I start finding out that that because of my network. You know, people spread it too, and before you know it, animals are getting rescued. So I said, "Wow, this is working." Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, and and uh, also, you know, and then you know, once in a while, I get some people who are upset because I don't devote enough time on my Facebook to to actually focus on what they think it's important. See, to me, what's important is saving lives. To so them, what's important is me playing bass. So I said, okay, so you know what? I, I, I created another page, which is uh, Rudy Sarzo Bass Academy, which uh, beginning in August, when I have a break on touring, um, I'm going to offer bass lessons. Oh, Something, cool. you know, I've, I've been teaching forever. You know, I, 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 I've been a part of Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp for the last eight years, and I, I get to do a lot of teaching there. You know, and I and now with technology being so so uh, uh, developed that you can actually Skype uh, successfully and and share you know your my knowledge and experience with those who want to take their musical skills to the next level. You know, I uh, so I'm you know so now I'm in, in not just doing a one on one. I'm doing it, you know. I'll be able to share my my uh, my, my 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 knowledge uh, worldwide right. from yeah. the comfort of people's homes and mine. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. I think it's too late for us. We're a yeah. little old. Yeah, I, I, I've tried to learn every instrument I could, and it just I suck at every bit of it. I'm good. At <laughs> yeah. My, I'm well, good at there's my head. always there's always the kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even play that. Yeah. Well, if you can hum or blow, that's that's for you. Everybody can play the tambourine. I mean, you'll do that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Not everybody can play a tambourine. Oh, oh no, shit. No, no. 
No, I mean, you can play the tambourine, but then there's really playing it well. You know, oh, you've got to wow. have some sort of uh, percussion. It's yeah. a percussion. You know, people, people, I know percussionists who have degrees, uh, and they study tambourine and all their percussion instruments in college. It's really, a, you know, you have to study it. And to read music, you know, like if you do classical tambourine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Not, yeah, yeah. Not everybody can play it. I mean, to 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 that level, you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There goes my hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for shattering my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Hey, man. So you're like uh to us one of the best bass players ever. Do you have any other uh, bass players that you just really look up to and like, man? Awesome. Oh my God! Yeah, and we just lost one uh, today. Uh, well, at least I found out about it today, and I don't know exactly. When he passed away, about Chris Squire. Yes, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I I can't even think of uh, music, you know, rock music being the same without his contributions. You know, oh, yeah. as a as the founding one of the founding fathers of, uh, of uh, yes, yes, yeah, founding members of yes, and uh, and his tone and his uh, his musical style, his choice of notes, everything about him, you know was was magnificent you know he set the bar you know the, the, there were so many guys who really set the bar so high back in the 60s and 70s that we're still trying to to reach it you know soul chris choir tim bogart jack bruce uh jack of stories stop me whenever you want you know he's Stanley <laughs> clark well we lost you know, right, right there yeah the, 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 i mean every band had an incredible rhythm section you know and, and for every great drummer there was always a, a great bass player oh yeah right so yeah. Yeah, they go hand-in-hand, hand, normally. We got a thing, man, we do called the Hustling Round. We just ask you some questions, and you just say whatever pops in your head. Do you want to do that with us? Okay. You're okay. Right. Is, is, is this a G-rated show, or can I say anything? You can say oh, anything. Dude, we passed okay. G-rated a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> At least you're uh, warning us. <laughs> okay, because you, because you did say whatever pops into my no, mind, which is right. Right. that that removes the filter. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah this will be take, interesting. Yeah, take the filters off. Now I wish I had better okay. questions. Okay, <laughs> I got I got a few myself. How about if you're elected president today? What's the first thing you would do? T- go on vacation. <laughs> why Why wait? <laughs> well, where are you going to go on vacation? I was going to ask you that your favorite vacation spot. Uh, that's, 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 you know, it's, uh, I don't take vacations. Maybe that's why I said go on vacation because I <laughs> take it. But I figure if I can actually see the hardest thing is traveling with your little dog on vacation. So that's why we don't take it. But if I have the presidential plane, yeah. there'll be no problem. And that means that I can take my little dog anywhere in the world on vacation. And she loves the beach. So probably Hawaii. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Hawaii. Yeah. I'd definitely like yeah. to go there. All right, for the 2016 presidential elections, you have to pick one. Yes. We got Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Jeb Bush, D. Snyder, or Duff McKagan. Well, I, I, D. D. is a really good friend of mine, and I think if the country is is in the D.'s hands, would be good. It's all good. <laughs> I agree. With so, that. Because you know, D. What you see is what you get. Yeah. He's not gonna be lying to you or going after a certain you know agenda. Or anything. D is a very, uh, you know, very straightforward dude. I, I, and I say this because I know him personally. He's, he's, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I played with him. I played on his records and everything. You're yeah. not going to get a, a, 
a more straight answer or you're going to know exactly what you're going to get than with somebody like Dee Snyder. <laughs> we need to get the bumper stickers, Dee Snyder for 2016. Yeah. That's it. I don't know if we can talk him into it. He's probably having more fun doing what he's doing. Yeah, talking about people. <laughs> yeah. How about, yeah, I, 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 I just did his first podcast uh, about a month ago with him and Sebastian. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Snyder man. Snyder comments. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll come on ours. That'd be great. You never, never know. <laughs> How about out of all the years you uh, you played and toured, was there anybody that was just like the craziest musician that you ever was with that would just do anything at a drop of a hat and just... No filter, just uh, just wild. No, there was never Everybody, anybody. No, no, no. I've been touring with really boring people. You know? <laughs> oh, Come on, there's gotta be of somebody course, that's just of off course. the hook. Ozzy, Ozzy, uh, nobody's crazier than Ozzy. <laughs> I was gonna say he was exercising the fifth on that one. He had a stump for a minute. I was like, yeah. damn, no yeah. way. What kind, of, what kind of question is that? Yeah, you I need told you our questions don't so make much. sense. We yeah. need better questions. Yeah, I'm just. I'm wondering where, where was the biggest pile of groupies? A pile of groupies. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, actually, uh, uh, White Snake around the '87 <laughs> tour, '87, '88. Yeah, it was like girls' night out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like 80% girls. And the problem with that is that girls, you know, you know, let's say they're teenagers or young girls, right? Then, you know, they, they, you know, they get together, go to a concert, have a great time. They find a dude, get, you know, get, get married, get pregnant, have kids, stay home. Whereas the guys will always have boys night out. So the bands, if you look at the bands that actually are still relevant, you know, in, in, in arenas and stadiums are the bands who actually appeal to the male audience, like, Metallica and Slayer oh, yeah. and ACDC and so on. You know, it's the bands that had the the date night or female appeal that are actually, you know, touring and doing like the House of Blues market and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Because it, it's more, uh, you know, the fan base has, has dwindled a bit just because the fan base is at home. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, we're old now. <laughs> yeah. We're old. Yeah. We pay bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, you know, and they can afford the tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Afford, oh, yeah. I, can't, I, I can't afford a hundred seventy-five dollar ticket to come see you, man. I mean, and 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 with you guys in in Nashville, uh, Music City. I mean, I mean, you just have to go out on the street on the corner, and everybody's playing in town. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, know, you. I mean, like like your local talent is Taylor Swift, and you know. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, you know, it's like all the major headliners live in your town. Yeah. So, you know, so it, it, you, you guys are surrounded by music three, you know, 365 days out of the year. Last night. I, even, yeah. Last night I heard country versions of Iron Maiden, ACDC and uh, and some Metallica. <laughs> yeah, so so it probably sounded like Def Leppard. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Because that to me, that to me is what 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 country music sounds like today, because of, of the influence. I mean, it all started with Shania Twain, uh, yeah. and when when she got married with Mud Lang, 
and country became that oh, popular, yeah. you know what I mean? More mainstream, more kind of like, you know, Dan Huff brought a lot of that into, into the music, uh, uh, Nashville music scene. And before you know it, what used to be Los Angeles rock is now Nashville. Oh yeah, right. yeah. You're, you're yeah. exactly right. I mean, and we got southern yeah. rock, uh, but country now to me sounds more like southern rock and uh, exactly you know than, than it ever did before. You know, we, yeah. we we go downtown every once in a while, and man, just the like you're saying, just there's always bands playing and stuff. It's just an awesome feel. Going back to what you were saying about the vibes of the music, when you're walking yeah. through downtown, there's thousands of people down there. I mean. You can say you don't like country, but you'll hear something that will just sit there and have that beat you were talking about, and the next yeah. thing you know, you're really enjoying yourself. Down, you down. know, but, but, but I really don't hear anybody anymore ever saying, I don't like country. Oh. You know, because, because what's happening is music, as country music, you know, what is known today as country music has really shifted more towards the mainstream. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I think back in the day, when there was a more of a separation with like country and Western music, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, that people would say, okay, well, I'm more into this other style than the country and Western style of music. But I think it's really, it's now it's everything has blended together. Yeah. You know, it heard, really has. I heard run to the hills last night. In country version. <laughs> it was well, crazy. Yeah, but when you say country version, you mean banjos and mandolins? Uh, or, no, or just like it was guitar? just like a guitar, but it was more of, uh, they modified the song a little bit to be more of a country blues kind of style. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it was cool. It was interesting. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So, Hey, how about your uh, last movie that you watched? Do you ever have time to watch movies? I watch movies every single night. Oh, okay. And and actually, television is becoming a, be- a better forum for for uh, for sc- for writing. I, I find better storylines in television than I do now in, in movies. I think movies are uh, really have really hit the wall. You know, they they're they're relying so much on special effects and less on 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 content. You know, heart. You know, I think they need you really need to need to get back to that. Yeah. What's the so, last movie that you actually liked? Like one that really stood out? Oh my god! I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank right now because there's so much crap out there. Yeah. <laughs> I used I don't to be think a big fan of, of the blockbuster movies, and now it's like a sequel. It's like it's the same, the same, the same. You know, yeah, right. over and over again. It's like give me something new. You know, so it's usually independent films. Okay, like the. Uh, the Dollars Buyers Club, whatever something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. that, that, that. That is about something, you know. All right. You know. Stu's yeah. is the new Magic Mike that just came out. Oh hell. Oh, man. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's, he's, if that's what you're into, it's fine. Then it's legal, legal now. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought he was waiting for Broke Back Mountain too. I'm not into that. That's right. How about uh, in, in guns though? Who, yeah. who is the bandmate you're most likely to get arrested with? Oh, easy, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell all the Memphis PD to be on high alert. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, duh. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to mess around in Memphis, so Memphis is a rough town. Hey, when we come to see yeah. you, when we come to see you in Memphis, one of the guys that's coming with us is uh, he's an artist named 
Charlie Bonnet the Third, CB3. And uh, when I was telling you, I was listening to some uh, uh, metal country. He is actually uh, the guy that was singing it, and he's a big fan of yours. And uh, oh, uh, cool! And he's got tickets, and we're all going to ride down there together and yeah. check you out, man. Yeah. So, are are you guys in Nashville or in Memphis? We're in that's Nashville. A whole, that's a whole. That's a whole different. Yeah. Tennessee over there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But we're, you know, know. that's that's more R and B blues. Yep. Than at least you know the times that I've been there. You know, it's it's more towards that that you know that style of music. You know. Oh yeah. 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 We'll be. We're gonna take the drive to Memphis to come see you, man. Well, thank you so much. That's uh, that's quite an honor. And uh, uh, go ahead. No, no. I was oh, just okay. gonna say. You know, I, you know, I, I, I love, I love Memphis, but but I wish we would have been able to play both cities. I I, oh, yeah. I played Nashville last year with uh, with Jeff. You know, that version of Queenstrike and. Yeah. Uh, Got to tour the Gibson factory and, uh, uh, William Lee Golden came down and we hung out and yeah, it was, it was, it was a wonderful night. And, uh, I don't know. I've never been to Graceland. So if I have time, I would love to go and visit Graceland. Hell, I've never been either. So maybe after the show, we all can sneak in. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> after the show, we just get in the bus. I get in my bunk, go to sleep and wake up in the next town. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to yeah. hop the walls and all roll into Graceland and get some, I don't think uh, get some selfies there. real quick. Yeah, and go end up on the news. Yeah. <laughs> we'll blame it on Tracy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tracy's a whole different story. Yeah. I asked Tracy uh, if you had like a, a Twitter account built into your base because I see you so active all the time. No, I got, I got G4 on my, uh, on my iPhone 6 and it's the fastest thing. You know, before that it was like really slow and it, you know, now it's like bam, bam, you know, really, really fast stuff. Okay. So, yeah. you're, so you're not Twittering on stage? No. Okay. <laughs> my, my fingers are busy doing something else. Yeah. Well, you gotta figure he's hitting that bass so damn hard. It's probably nothing for him to pop out of a thousand tweets. Yeah. Duh, duh. No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, man, we're just happy that uh, we were able to get one in there on you and get your attention and come on our show, man. Like I said, we've been huge fans of yours, man. Well, really you know, let me know. Let let me know when you, when it's uh, when it's ready, and I'll I'll share it on my social networks. Awesome, awesome. awesome. Like I said, we hope I like to get some pictures with you when we get to Memphis too. You usually take pictures okay. and stuff with people there. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Awesome. The show you got in California, the Cat House, dude. That's a ridiculous one. I'd love to go to that one. It's got everybody at it. Yeah, it's gonna be a mess. <laughs> Backstage is gonna be a total mess. Oh man, you have to weed through all the women. Oh my God, it's uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, just, just imagine. I, I know because just three bands. You any pick any of those three bands in the roster and you put them all on the bill, and it's a mess backstage. So imagine everybody. It's gonna be a nightmare. It's gonna be a day to remember. <laughs> You know, everybody's going to want to go in the bathroom for an hour at the same time <laughs> to fix their hair, you know. You know, for hairspray, it's going to be a oh, – hairspray is going to – the ozone layer yeah. is going to be yeah, right we're there. Gonna, we're going to lose the layer. Oh, no. Yeah, damn. oh, forget about it. You know, it's uh, – yeah, it, yeah, it's going to be chaos. <laughs> I just know it. Yeah. Hey, we got one more question for you. Yes. What's your favorite Nashville podcast? And you can say fucking straight hustling if you want to cuss. <laughs> well, the, uh, I will be cussing on a Sunday, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> so, you guys, straight hustling. 
Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Dude, thank you very much. And like I said, okay. we'll uh we'll come see you in July in Memphis, man, and kick it with you. And uh thank you so much for everything. Okay. God bless. You guys take care, man. All Thanks right. a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right, that's the show. Rudy Sarzo right here on Straight Hustling. You heard it live, baby. You heard it. You're it probably not on. hearing it live now. What else is tape? Well, fuck you and, and, and your live show and your not live show. I don't know what show it is. So Rudy's still touring. Got a good tour going right now. Y'all go out there and check him out. Gunzo. And uh, man, still out there kicking ass. And you better take care of your pets. Yep. Or Rudy's going to go outside your damn head. Yeah, with a bass guitar. Yep. <laughs> He will, he will bang your head with a bass guitar. Yeah. yeah. Man, I see all these pictures of these people that just drop their dogs off, had them for all this time, and then or cats or whatever. Drop their dogs off, had the dog for like eight years, and trade it in, get another one. I, mean, I cannot it. believe you did not tell him about Little Hustler. I know. We got Little Hustler, a little and, cat and, we and found I mean, out here. I'm having to move because of my dog. and I, mean, I won't give my dog up. I'm going to move. And, and my dog that I got from the Humane Society, it's a total damn terror. It's a wreck. But you know what I mean? That's part of that's what you do. You you take a life and you save it instead of, you know, going out and you know, you can stop the buying of the dogs from all these uh puppy farms. Well not even that the past pets and all that shit. That's these pets, that, those these all pets come store, from, they come from puppy mills and yeah. it's just it's, it's sad and disturbing. I get all my dogs from the main society. Yes. And they've always been good until this last one. I should have known when it was a puppy with a whole bunch of puppies and they had it in the cage by itself. I should have walked up. Uh, what about I went down there and uh and I went to go get a dog, and this lady was coming in with a brand new Sharpay, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I'll take that." And they said, well, "We we don't condone that. We gotta, you know, make sure the pet's good and this and that." I said, "No, I'll take the dog." And she said, "We can't do it." So we went out in the parking lot, and she said, "You gonna give it a good home?" I said, "Yeah." Put the dog in the car next to me. And that thing sat right next to me and growled at me all the way home. I was scared to fucking death, but I, you know, kept the dog. You know, I used to have them two Sharpays. One of them got loose one time and ended up at the Humane Society. And I was surprised it was still there when I went back. But they were telling me that most people don't adopt them dogs because they're not real friendly after they get older. Yeah, I mean, this dog was Mine were cool. Crazy. You remember the one I had? Yeah. Killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dog wouldn't hurt a flea. That was awesome. No. He didn't even want to stand up. He, he fucked with those damn trees when he pissed on them. <laughs> yeah. All he wanted to do was hurt a bowl of dog food and lay down. <laughs> well, let's get back to Rudy. He's got a good... Good tour coming right now with Gunzo. Check them out. It's going to be in Memphis, all over the place. They got a huge show in California that's got Dockin', Faster Pussycat, Saigon oh, Kick, Rat, Black and Blue. Oh, that's uh, going a bunch all of them, man. There's a ton of them. Yeah. Man, what a crazy ass show that'll be. Sebastian Bach. So, Makes man. you feel 15 or 16 again right there if you go to that show. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Run out of damn lighter fluid at that one. <laughs> uh, they got the app now. They got the app with the candle on it. Put the phone up. Keep your batteries charged. Yeah, a, lot of, right. a lot of men wearing makeup. Yeah. <laughs> with no hair anymore. Yeah. No hair. Yeah, so what hair they got to have? It's going to be standing straight up. You know that. Yeah, he was talking about the about D. Snyder, and I'm just sitting there. All I can picture is the one album cover with D. had all the makeup on. It's like, wow, okay. Hey, I love D. Snyder. He's a come on the show. I remember you know he, what, he did that country thing. Well, do you remember when he. Uh, he went against Congress and won. About they they were um, Tipper Gore and all that was 
doing all the explicit lyrics things, and they were they were suing him and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I remember that, but I don't know who it was. I remember it was. But D. Snyder, he got up in front of uh, Congress and tore, and tore them a new asshole, and he, cause he did not expect it from him and to be so articulate. But if you ever get a chance, you can go on YouTube and check out the uh, uh, D. Snyder taking on Congress. He's pretty bad. And you can check out the book. From yeah, uh, Rudy. Yeah. Off the rails. Off the rails. I got it. I'm going to get that myself. Well, that, that's that's crazy, you know, talking to all these, you know, we're talking to our idols, and these guys really open our eyes up. I mean, talking today about how the how Dick wants to play the tambourine, but it's a freaking major <laughs> instrument to play. Now what the fuck am I going to do? You're going to have to play the one-eyed piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's probably more talent to that than I can pull together. <laughs> so Rudy said that uh, it's all right for somebody to buy the book and then to pass it around. So one of y'all who's going to step up and buy the book so we can pass it around. Oh, that'd be Stu. <laughs> all right. Stu, thank you. Off the rail. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need to find us on straighthustling.com, people. Check us out, man, on Stitcher and, uh, and uh, iTunes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there and uh, click on our Freedom Munitions link. Yeah. And, uh, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and give us some comments on our site, and also uh, send money. iTunes podcast. <laughs> we do accept cash. Yep. Send or money. you can send us the off the rails book too. So. And we're still looking for tit pics. <laughs> Besides hey, yeah. Stu's, yeah, yep. he's yeah. the only one to keep sending them in. I need to quit sending my nipple pics. <laughs> well, y'all people like if you follow our podcast, you know we're we're asking all the questions. We try to give it give you a heads up on who's coming on. Really. Put your questions out there. Who the hell not? Nobody we don't even know who's coming on. <laughs> Freaking okay. I didn't know who was coming on until I got here. That's see, that's a that's, good surprise. Yes, it was cool. a great surprise. See. You know what? And that's that's why I see that's why you should never know who's coming on. So you can't decide if you're coming or not. Well, hey. <laughs> All I know is the last time we asked three questions that were posted and got the answers. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, we will try to do some more of that so we can get some questions. Yeah. Okay. Say shit, man, Mike. All right. Well, all right. Well, tell them where our stuff is. Well, Stu, it's your you asking any questions. Hey, we are at <laughs> straighthustling.com. It's www.str, the number eight, H-U-S-T-L-I-N.com. Y'all get on there. Check us out. We got t-shirts. They're freaking awesome. Purchase them. We get them out to you, and uh, you can be hustling. And if you ain't hustling, you ain't living, go kiss your dog and cat. We're getting the hell out of here. Peace. Peace. See you next time.